Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Start clean with Clorox, because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because... Hey, listen, remember how you told me to toss those takeout containers before we left for vacation? And you were like, I'm serious. If that leaks over the counter, it'll be a slimy abomination by the time I get back. And I was like, yeah, 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 of course. Don't worry about it. I won't forget. (laughs) Well. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Rinse after use if in contact with food surface. Don't try to control my body temperature with your patriarchal male agenda, Scott. He's trying to help you. He tried, trying he to turn cool the, it down one degree. He tried to turn the lights off in the studio because it was hot. And I was like, don't shame my internal core temperature. Oh, boy. Okay? It's hot in here, and that's how I like it. Okay. Spicy. Espiche. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. You guys— Welcome back to another episode of Ask Eliza Anything, the podcast where your burning hot questions go answered by someone who is mildly qualified based on life experience, no formal degree, and with me as always is my baby armed assistant. I'm going to ask you in front of everyone, does it bother you when I pinch your baby arm? No. You heard it here first. That was a very thin no. No. How do you? No. There. That was no with under duress right conviction. there. People were like, you're shaming her. And I was like, you underestimate the strength of this woman and our relationship. Out of all the things that could be focused on, I would love to have all the focus on my arm and nowhere else. Oh, like on you or in life? Yeah, no, on me. Like, that's the least, my arm is the least of my concerns. There you go. The rest is falling apart. Yeah. But it really hurt my feelings. People were like, you're hurting her because someone in my life used to grab my arm. Well, that person was a piece of shit and Emily loves me. Tell him. Yeah. Say it. Say it. I love you. Oh, my God. And you looked right at me. I mean, I contact. All right. Are you ready to help people? All right. But that will go as my Christmas gift. Oh, okay. All right. Great. We're all set. Mm -hmm. Okay. Anonymous. Hi, Eliza. I'm 24 years old and from Germany. For four years, I'm in a relationship with an American now. He's going to school in the U.S. while I'm going to school here in Germany. By now, this long-distance relationship is really taking a toll When we got together, he tried to come to Germany, but we figured out that he wouldn't be able to do his studies here since he doesn't get any financial aid. Yeah, also, like, it's a German degree. Since then, it's become more and more obvious that he expects me to try to come to the U.S. next. While I understand that, I still couldn't make myself leave Germany behind. Here I have access to free education. Mm. I'm hesitant to give up the chance to get a master's degree, so I'm stuck between the man I love and the career and education that I want. It's either giving one or the other up or waiting another three years until we can be together 
Huge fan of yours. Would love to hear your thoughts. Here's the problem. You both have started on an educational path in your respective countries. If he got a German degree and lived in Germany, it'd be cool. And here in the U.S., we love to, like, shit on degrees from, like, anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Like, my Uber driver was, like, a rocket scientist from, like, Azerbaijan. It's, like, cool. But I'm a big proponent. You know, put yourself first. If you guys really love each other, get your degree Get that education. That way, if and when this doesn't work out, you have that education. You will hate yourself if you move to the States, middle of your education, and you give it all up for him. I promise you, you won't be happy. If he if he loves you, he'll understand. If you guys, it's meant to be, you can wait three years. That's right. your answer. I mean, yeah, you've already done four years, and I'm. it's terrible, but what's another three at this point? For real. And what's another three? And that's the question. If he loves you, this shouldn't be a problem. Right, because it's like he doesn't want to come there for the same reasons you don't want to go. Like exactly, I mean, it might be an issue later on when you got to pick a place to live. Look, but you got two major holidays. You got Fourth of July and Oktoberfest. You can go there for ours, and you can go there for yours. Christmas is probably cooler in Germany. Right, if you're both in school, isn't there like you have summers off? Get that free education. Let him yeah. get his education and rack up some debt. Don't get married until he pays it off. But yeah, you keep going and. You know, you'll you'll hate yourself if you give up your life for him and then it doesn't work. Right. Alvita Zane. Okay. Wow, Emily. I'm sorry. What is your problem? You're like sick, but you won't tell me. I'm hot, so I'm tired. My ear crystals. Anonymous. Your ear crystals are rattling around. Anonymous. For whatever next pod you could answer this on, my I'm glad they're figuring out this will come out much later. People will DM and be like, I don't know if you, here's my question again. I don't know if you've gotten to it. I'm like, we've gotten into it. You're just not going to hear it for another month. Gotta wait. Look, these got to come out when they got to come out. So my best friend in high school was super smart, super dedicated, and super motivated. Her father dumped her, and she got into a relationship with a man four years her senior. She was 17 at the time. I struggle to talk to her now because I know that she has so much potential, but she refuses to go to college and get an education and become a person. I just feel like she is stuck and all of us are moving forward around her, looking to the future of jobs and college. I know that I can just not be her friend, but I worry that she'll be left behind. And I still want to be her friend while pushing her to be her best self. I love how they're like, I know I can just not be her friend. That's always (laughs) my advice. advice. I have to be honest, though. Like, you can care about this person and you can push. But at the end of the day, this is not your sister and this is not you. And you right. can only push, what is it? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them bottle the water in a sustainable glass and take it home and recycle it. Meaning, Correct. there's nothing you can do. Some people are lost causes. You can be there, you can try, but at some point, it's going to start to cut into your own mental health and your time. And by the way, like, not everybody's meant to succeed. Sorry. I mean, right. You know, you can keep being her friend and just, you know, it, it, you can't take that on. Like, you can't take on her. You could write her. And here's the other thing. Like, she might get angry. You know, you can try. And if she's resistant, you know, it's not like drug addiction where you have the intervention and it's like, this is your chance. Like, this is something and maybe her life is destined for a different path. Try writing her a letter and put it into words like, you were such a beautiful soul. You're so much potential. I can't help but think that you're not happy. I would love to help you. You know, maybe extending it that way. Because sometimes when we confront people, they feel confronted and they feel, uh, like, challenged and they get defensive. So maybe a nice letter. Or you have an intervention. But that probably won't work. Try try the nice letter. Let us right. know. Let us know. Use stickers. I think there's probably a lot more to, to what she's dealing with than you might even know. Yeah. 
So it may be worth a conversation to see if she goes, oh, my God, you're right. Like, I'm feeling she'll I'm probably, feeling stuck. Or she'll probably just be like, no, I love, like, Billy, Billy Ray. And doing nothing. Yeah. I would love that. You kind of are that. No, I got to go do things. Cool. All right. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet. Well, introducing Newly. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state of the art laundering facility. Plus, the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable and it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code ELIZA20. Just go to N U U L Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code ELIZA20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com. Newly with two U's with code ELIZA20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm busy. And this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around. And I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot Eliza. Hey, I love you, Eliza. You're so Thank funny. Thank you, Emily. I love you, too. Oh, you're reading questions. So okay. funny, and I'm so glad I started oh. listening to your specials and podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm in high school, so my question might seem juvenile. Sorry about that. 
So I've liked this guy for over a year now, and I've been getting mixed signals from him since August, and he has a girlfriend of over three years. Mm. He would be touchy-feely with me a lot, and we would hang out for hours and just talk. He told me a few times that he wanted to break up with his girlfriend, but this never came to fruition. We still talk and are really close, but not as much as we were a few months ago. Meanwhile, this other guy really likes me, and he's really nice and all, but I don't know how to let him down gently because I don't feel the same way. He's just not a very interesting person. I feel like I have much more in common with the other guy. He's asked me out on a date, and we had a casual lunch, but we haven't talked much since then. What should I do? Both are a lost cause. Move on. I'm becoming so Judge a Judy. High schooler. I know you're a high schooler. Listen yeah. to me. You need. I'm glad that you're getting a taste of this lesson early in life because you don't want to repeat this habit. He's been with his girlfriend for three years. Mm-hmm. He's treating you. He's just like getting his rocks off, like getting attention from you. It is so inappropriate that he's touchy-feely with you. If he dates you, he will go do that with someone else, okay? Mm-hmm. And the fact that he hasn't broken up— This guy doesn't have a wife and kids. It's high school, and the fact that he hasn't broken up with this random girlfriend, he's treating you like garbage. You are not second place. You might be. You might be awful. I have no idea. But he's treating you like you don't matter, mm-hmm. okay? He is—listen to me, because this is going to blow your little mind. He is treating you— the way you're treating the guy that likes you, okay? Mm-hmm. And it's a never-ending cycle. We all have people that we want to be with, people that want to be with us. I would not I would not do what this man is doing to you. You're sending mixed signals to the other guy because guys are very hopeful. Like, oh, she talked to me, me something. You're not into him. You're not into the guy that you had lunch with. Maybe one day you'll like see, you know, this other dude with the girlfriend could be super hot and I get it. It's in high school. We don't want the nice guy in high school and that's fine and I'm sure the attention feels great. But you're probably not mature enough to, like, see the potential. Uh, Avril Lavigne chronicles this in her song Skater Boy. Uh, also, 13 Going On 30 is such a good example of that little nerd kid becomes Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Or uh, Romy Michelle's High School Union at the end. Right. So coming. you don't have to date the guy that you don't think is attractive. You are a teenager. You should be having fun. You don't need to be making this guy feel better. Mm-hmm. And if he wants to be your friend, cool. But the other guy, cut him out. It will do one of two things. Either A, make him realize, oh my God, I love her and she gave me an ultimatum. Or B, he'll just go find someone else. But before anything else, cut out that first super hot dude with the girlfriend. Right. Get that's He's treating you like garbage and he will ask you to blow him and you will and he won't break up with his girlfriend and you'll feel really bad about yourself. Okay. I'm not trying to shame you, for, but it's like not cool to blow a dude with a girlfriend. <laughs> that's Great question. advice. Probably the most concrete piece. I saw that so clearly. Yeah. And you know what would solve this problem? If the other dude that asked you to lunch was super hot, but I know he's not. Moving on. I guess. We'll be back. He's checking traffic. He's just not a very interesting person. Code for not hot. Right. Okay. Rhiannon EHM. How do I explain to the people close to me that I'm okay with being single right now? I feel like I've explained it a million ways, but people still badger me to date someone and settle down. Where I'm from, people get married and have kids young, early 20s, and think it's selfish for women to wait until their 30s to start that part of their life. Who's badgering you? Is it your friends? Is it your family? The people close to me, she or he says, and I, she. You got to create those boundaries. You got to sit them down. You got to make it so that it's weird for them to bring it up. I also, when people bring this stuff up, I'm like, you know, it's this mantra for single women to be like, I love it. I love being single. I love my me time and my dogs. (laughs) There are women that love it. And then there are women who learn to say they love it because they're supposed to look confident. I think you need to do some soul searching. If you really are loving being single, super cool, don't need to be badgered, you have to ask yourself, are you upset that they're badgering you? Do you think it's that they're not respecting you or do you think they actually want to help? 
Mm-hmm. And then I would ask them, be like, when you say that, like, do you think you're helping me? Are they offering solutions or are they just meddling? A lot of times people intervene in our lives not to be helpful, but because they're bored and nosy. So I would get through that. If it's your mother, it's never going to go away. You have to let that go. But your friends need to be, if you really don't want that, you need to sit them down and be like, it hurts me and it offends me. I'm living my life the way that I choose. I'm not unhappy. I would let you know if I am, but you're not respecting me or my choices. I respect your choices. Mm -hmm. I'm never, I'm not whispering in your ear like, hey, put your kids up for adoption. Leave your husband. (laughs) So if you want to be my friend, this is it. And please, let's not talk about it again. Also, do you know any single hot dudes? All right. Put your hoof down. Anonymous. Hello. My question is, whether it's a new or long-term relationship, couples can fall out of sync with demanding work-life stresses, even when they really love each other. How do you get back in sync or have conversations surrounding this topic without getting negative? Personal context, BF and I have been doing long distance for two years, 10 years together total, and he has a demanding career, which he lives and breathes. Sometimes life slash career requires more attention than our relationship. I don't know. That's a very relationship like that's a very couple specific problem well how do you get back in sync i sometimes will say to my husband like if i don't see him all day or if we're in like different moods on different wavelengths i'll just say to him like i feel really detached from you and he's very sensitive so he never gets mad but i've said to him i'd be like i feel very detached from you today and he'll say like oh no like what makes you feel that way and then it'll turn out oh i was upset and he didn't acknowledge something earlier and it was like a small thing that set into a chain reaction, something that became much larger. Mm-hmm. It really, a relationship really is maintenance. So you might miss a call from him the other day and then he didn't get back to you. And then you wrote a text message and he was in a meeting and that annoyed him and that built up, you know, and really taking the time to recalibrate and kind of walk through and be like, oh, here's what happened. Oh, I I guess what happened was I didn't text you and I should have, you know. Usually it's a small thing. Maybe you need a quick little vacation go away. Maybe you have to do... Uh, Alex Williamson, the uh, chief branding officer at Bumble, talked about having uh, FaceTime wine dates, like setting aside some time to just be together. My husband and I, I'm always out of town and stuff, but we like hold our date nights very sacred. Mm-hmm. You know, go out, get a little trashed on a Sunday, maybe also a Monday, see what's going on Tuesday. But I think if this a person you've been with for 10 years, your relationships des- relationship deserves that conversation. Hey, I love you. I feel out of sync with you. I just want to talk. And usually that kind of resets it, I think. Right. It's tough. Long distance is tough. Maybe surprising him flying out there, sending him like a bouquet of cookies. Maybe he could do the same for you. Thinking of ways to like always show that you value each other. Smokey Mm -hmm. Husky always brings me flowers. um, And I let him live. (laughs) So that is sweet. Okay. That's a joke. He gives me food. He makes me live. Anonymous. Hi. My fiancé invited her parents and sisters to stay with us for a month while they visit London from North America. My family, British, would never dream of doing this, and after a week, I am going insane. I like my own space and being quiet while I'm always left to entertain her dad as her mother takes her away shopping constantly. I can't escape them as we live in a 500-square-foot apartment. There's only so much time I can spend at the office. What advice do you have for dealing with this sort of situation? I love my fiancé dearly, but this is testing me to breaking. Help me, Eliza and Emily. Well, by the time I read this to you, they will have been dealt with. Right, but this seems like something that would have, that'll come up again. Did she not consult with you when she invited them to stay? Also, if you can afford to tour London, one of the most expensive cities in the world, for a month, 
surely you can afford a hotel. So yeah. I think, did she not consult with you? Did she consult and you said yes and it would be fine? If so, sorry, you got to deal with it. Is there a way you can take the dad to do things you like, like drinking or go work out? Mm-hmm. Going forward, I guess, if if she wants them to stay with them again. A month is way too long. It's too long. And I coming over, I mean, I don't know your situation. Maybe they're really poor and they had to come for a whole month. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. But other arrangements need to be made. And it can't just, and your fiance, by the way, can't just be like, bye, going off with mom. Yeah. So I mean, that's to tough. To and it also depends, like, does the dad actually need to be entertained or is it kind of that awkward feeling yes. of, like, he's here, I should do something with him? Or could you both separately sit on your computers? Yeah. Men are are good like that. They don't need anything. So, but I think you need to have a talk with your fiancé. And she can't get defensive. Like, it's my family because that's a lot to put on a person. Right. If this is a thing that's going to be happening, like, can they stay, like, a week with you guys and three weeks in a hostel? Like, like, something. If you're going shopping, you have the money for a hostel or a cheap hotel. There's Best Westerns all over the world. Right. I mean, I I wonder if they just are like, oh, we're going to save all our money. Which is abusive. Like, to be like, we'll just come stay with you. And it's like, yeah, for a weekend. Yeah. That's not your uh, no, that's that's uh, that's taking advantage. But it is hard that my family would never dream of doing this, he says. And I fe- I feel like I deal with that a British, lot where it's like the British would never impose. But it's just so uncomfortable when it's like why would they even ask to do that? You know, every family's wired differently. My dad's house is like everyone can come over, bring everyone, everyone can sleep here. My house, I'm like I don't even want my friend's husband or like if if I don't know your girlfriend, they can't come over. Everyone runs their home differently. Yeah. So she probably just has a very open family and they just assume you're like that. You have to have a discussion with your fiance. Okay. Anonymous. On one of your podcasts, you mentioned a Christmas party. That Wait, you- hon, by the way, when I said the British would never impose, I just meant like manners wise, not when it comes to like imperialism or like slave trade or like coming into your country. Okay. They already have everything they need. They don't need to impose anymore. Now. Yeah. All right. On one of your podcasts, you mentioned a Christmas party that you unfortunately had to cancel. I'm a sucker for a good theme party, but sometimes I feel as if they've all been done. However, from the sound of things, tiny things, in fact, it sounds as if you're an aficionado Mm. of original themes. What are your favorite themes for theme parties that you've either thrown or attended? I appreciate this question. It's refreshing. It's not about cutting a friend out of your life. Um, I cancel it because I think we didn't have the time to do it. You know, I really enjoy a Day of the Dead party. It's a lot more fun. I don't think we're supposed to do that anymore. It's okay. I went to a Day of the Dead thing and like the Mexicans there were like V cool about it. Okay. Because I think there's a difference because Mexican people don't aren't born looking like skulls. So you're not mocking it. Wearing blackface is like, this is your skin color and you can't change it and we shame you for it, but I'm doing it as a costume. It's a different ethos. Right. And they you go to those festivals, they paint your face. Yeah. When I go to, like, a, a Juneteenth, not that I would, or, like, Black History Month, we don't paint our faces black. So right. uh, all the white liberals that got upset about it, you're barking up the wrong arbol. Mm-hmm. Um, Day of the Dead is fun because it's not a costume. I mean, you can do costumes, but if you have everybody do Day of the Dead, then you get to look at all the fun makeup, and you can do Mexican food, which is a very easy, fun way to throw a party. Everybody loves tacos. Everybody loves tequila. Um, and then there's all those things. Uh, I did, I wanted to do a very tiny Christmas was going to be the theme mm-hmm. where everybody had to wear a tiny article of clothing or bring a tiny food. Uh, we ended up not doing it. A I've tiny done. Tiny food. Yeah, like mini cupcakes. Oh, Baby okay. corn. 
uh, or like a tiny hat. You could wear like a tiny little jacket. It's just fun too to see what people come up with. People that like aren't necessarily creative, like what they do. Mm -hmm. One year I did a, this was not very focused, like slutty dresses or Blanche. So like all the girls wore these like little tiny dresses and a lot of boys came dressed as Blanche. Like a dog collar, like a little dog nose or just paws. It's just so fun to see how people interpret it. I've done, uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Yeah, that's it. Have you been to any that you've really liked? Here's the kicker. I don't like going to theme parties. Where you're making people do something in your house? Because I'm not requiring you rent a costume. When you tell me it's like a great Gatsby theme party, I'm like, cool. Can't wait to rent like a flapper costume and a long string of pearls. Snore or like a 007 casino night. Cool. So I'm just in heels with a gun strapped to my thigh. Some of those like you have to like, if it's a party like an 80s party where you probably have stuff to like fake it, that's cool. Yeah. I like a 90s party. I like a rave. You bought you bought some special mesh leggings or something for some 90s event you went to. Yeah. Went to like a rave. Bought a mm-hmm. whole bodysuit. So that's it. You have to think as the host, what do I feel like wearing and how can I build a theme around that? All white parties are cool. Haven't been invited to one, but they seem cool. Uh, oh, my gothic birthday party. That was cool. Oh, yeah. To see friends like my friend Maya Bialik came and, like, she did the theme. To see friends that normally you wouldn't think would do stuff like that. Every some One of the door guys at the comedy store came in a see-through mesh shirt with tape on his nipples. Yeah. It was super cool. What an array. To see people and their, like, straight-laced boyfriends with office jobs come in, like, full goth makeup. Yeah. A lot yeah. of eyeliner. Not gothic, as Maya pointed out. That's the style of architecture. Goth. <laughs> So it was fun. So just pick something that pushes people's boundaries without making them go to a costume store. Right. Like, goth is just black and put black lipstick on. Yeah. You don't want to be a dick about your theme. Right. I don't want to have to buy something to go to a party. I'm telling you, 20s is the worst. Casino. 70s, I'm kind of like, whatever. Snore. And 80s, we all think that they dress in, like, all neon and spandex. It's, like, not what it looked like. It was very Mm -hmm. breakfast club. So that's it. And soon 90s parties will be the thing because we're all old now. You just bring your Tamagotchi and you say, what up? Oh, it's still alive. <laughs> Next pregunta. Anonymous. Love your podcast. I've been listening for a while. Decide to ask something. So, I'm gay and I'm in love with my best friend of three years. He knows how I feel and flirts back sometimes, but then tells me he's not interested. For Christmas, he got me an expensive new smart TV. And I thought something would come out from this, but still nothing. I go on dates with other guys, and then he decides to ask me to go to the movies or hang out or whatever. I'm not sure what to do. Should I continue this friendship and be confused if we will ever be more? Or do I cut him loose? I know this would hurt either way, and I feel stuck. Help me. Haha, ha, also, you're amazing and hilarious. Oh, my God, thank you so much. Um, I know that people are, like, gender fluid, but, like, you're either into dudes or you're not. Like, you can be gender fluid and and be into guys sometimes, but, like, if you're into dudes, you're into dudes. So I think you need—I I can't tell if he's in denial— I also am reticent to label it flirting because I think a lot of times guys are like, well, she was flirting with me. And it's like, Mm -hmm. no, she said hi. I have to hear what this flirting is. Well, so it says he flirts back, Back, which means that you're flirting first, but then tells me he's not interested. Is he flirting back or is he he being playful back? Being friend, like you're constantly hitting on him and he's just like, ha ha, yeah, Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. I'm not interested though. Yeah, like, I flirt with Emily all the time. Like, I flirt with you. Like, playful banter isn't necessarily flirting. Right. And— But what a good friend to buy you a TV. That's pretty great. I think—you know, there's also the version where he is gay and he's terrified. 
Mm-hmm. But I think for your own heart, you owe it to yourself to like put it out on the table. And if that's it, you don't have, you know, maybe this isn't someone you want to be friends with. If you can continue the friendship knowing that he's, it's better that he's not into you because he's not gay versus he is gay, but he's just not into you. Yeah. So you owe it to yourself to find out because this is hurting your heart. And if you're really best friends, you can move past it, but you owe it to yourself to find out. And he owes it to himself. Well, it says he knows how I feel. So it's like, I think you have to have another talk about it. Or stop flirting with him. Right. Because it seems to be that's where the confusion is. Right. Like, don't do anything on your end that blurs the lines. Exactly. And I think you'll find he's not at all instigating anything. I think that's fair. I think if you could just assume right now he's not gay. If you're going on dates and he's not saying things and he's not harassing you about it, he's probably not gay and not Well, so it says I go on dates with other guys. Then he decides to ask me to go to the movies or hang out or whatever. do. Right. But so is it like he says I'm going out on a date and he's like, well, don't you want to go to movies? But that's also— what like think about all the times like a girl has started dating a boy and like her single best friend is like I thought we were hanging out, mm-hmm. so you might just be his best friend and he just wants to hang out. He's right. not saying like and then he asked me if he can give me a massage. Like he's asking you to do very normal friend things, right? Non homosexual. Yeah, friend I think things. your antenna is just so far up on this that everything seems more like a thing. Yeah, you got to talk to your because you love. Him. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get you gotta sort it out. Okay, but that's that's our advice, and we love you so much, and we want you to be happy. Okay. Anonymous. My question is, do you actually use the products you endorse and do ads for? I know you obviously try them, but do you then continue to use them in everyday life or is it one and done situation? Excellent question. I wanted to include this because I feel like we've gotten a couple people where they somebody commented like, you have ads now. I don't want to listen. It's like, this is how a business works, dummy. Yeah, like, everyone's like, oh, street cred. It's but like, okay. you are very selective about what you will do on the podcast. There are a lot of people that want to give money. That that we say no. Mm-hmm. A lot. Um, I am not here. Like, I make a very nice living at stand-up. I do this yeah. podcast because I'm an artist and I like to create things. I like being funny. I like engaging with fans. This by no means keeps my lights on. Mm-hmm. Um, it is nice that we get product endorsements uh, and that we have sponsors. But I, to the frustration of Wondery, am very specific and ethical to a point that I'm like, who is this serving besides me? Because nobody cares. At the end of the day, if I endorse something stupid, it is on you right. to use it or not. But I really take it seriously because I think I forged an ethical, responsible bond with my fans. And yeah. I think you wouldn't respect me if I was like, smoke, jewel, eat that candy tobacco. It's good for you. So maybe there's a way we can edit that so it doesn't look like I just endorsed it. Uh, <laughs> so some products I, some products I, think are good for people and I don't use them simply because I don't need them but you know like Lisa mattress I have one what's the comforter called Biffy Buffy with the Buffy I have a Buffy plastic yeah you're using fit on like every day I love fit on and I think they've only bought like one ad and I still enjoy it I think they bought more okay you know uh the meat what's the um what's the frozen fruit daily harvest daily harvest is tasty um yeah so a lot of these it's I I support your use of it. I don't necessarily have a need at all times, but I think it's great. You know, right. I would never endorse something to you that is bullshit or that I don't think you should be using. Right. There have been uh, unhealthy feminine hygiene products I've said no to. There have been uh, things that come in plastic. Some A lot of things do, but things that I right. feel are a waste and don't need to be put in the market. I would say for every one that you agree to, there's minimum five that you've said no to. Yeah. If a not lot. more. So the answer is yes. The answer is I take it seriously. 
because uh, I got to take something seriously, so may as well be that. Right. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, I don't want to lie to you guys. No. Get so your, uh, get go your, buy get code, your home loan at Chase. Code Eliza. Go buy the thing. Yeah, go buy the thing with Code Eliza. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Eliza. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, a few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. Okay, this question is for either of you. I think this might have been... For you and a guest. Uh-oh. My 20-year-old brother. But guess what? Sometimes we get to them later. But guess what? We'll get to your questions when we can. Whoa, take it easy. It's baby anonymous, arm, though. Quit shaking that baby arm. My 20-year-old brother ran away from home in the middle of the night back in January to go live with his girlfriend. He cut off all ties with my family, and he won't speak to us. My mom will text him maybe once a week, and he'll answer her just to let her know he's alive. My entire extended family has reached out to him, and he won't speak to any of us. We were able to see his bank records for a while, and he is very obviously financially supporting his girlfriend and her mother. This girl is the worst. She came to my aunt and uncle's for Thanksgiving, never thanked them, came to a family friend's house for Christmas Eve, never even introduced herself to one of the hosts. She's flat-out rude. So I guess my question is, how do you go about this if you are my situation? Sorry for the long story. I wanted to give some background. That's brutal. I'm sorry. That's brutal. I would go full crazy because here's the thing. You have the luxury of, like, wiling out on him because he's not a lover and he's your brother. So he you can, you can say things to a sibling that you can't say to other people. Yeah. Maybe it's an intervention, which he probably won't take kindly to, but— I mean, they got to track him down first. What? What happened? 
That's what. What was the impetus for him? It's. I'm guessing the girl is in some way the impetus because if the girl came to Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, they're probably like, "Hey, your girlfriend's like kind of rude," and then in the night he just fled with her. This guy is gonna either get her pregnant, and that's gonna be a nightmare, or he's gonna break up with her and be like, "I'm so sorry." Uh, here's what you do: you tell him that your mom is dying, no. lure him to an undisclosed no. location, tie him up, oh, and shove some love in that brain. Ugh. Um, that's tough. It's, I know that feeling when you can't break through and you just kind of have, you might just have to let him make those mistakes. That girl seems maybe like she needs some, like a come to Jesus, but. Oh, right. Cool. I mean, if he's supporting the, the girl and her mother, like he is just, and now they're the only people in his life. So they're the people that are telling him what's what. You know so what? it's going to be hard to pry him out of there. Maybe he write might. a letter. I know that's like my solution, <laughs> but them. a letter can't be interrupted and. If you can, like, list out for him, like, X, Y, and Z, we love you so much. And that way, it at least plants the seed in his head. Mm-hmm. And also, who cares if that girl hates you? Like, she's already a giant bee. Right. Right. But, yeah, I mean, I feel like any, like, oh, that girlfriend's no good for you, she's going to be like, I told you they would say that. Like, it's, it's, he's might have to learn on his own. Can you take that girl to coffee and then take her out back? No, take that girl <laughs> to coffee and be like, we're just wondering, we love, like, we miss we our love brother. Our, we miss our brother, and if you love him, can you work with him? Maybe she needs a little bit of mm-hmm. TLC. And he's just like, I bet she has, like, the best sex with him. And he's like, oh, she ragged my dick so good. Ugh. That's what it is. That's what boy, boys get so dumb. <laughs> oh, she makes my dick so hard. Right, Scott? Look at me. Look at me when I'm talking <laughs> to you. Don't make me agree with that. <laughs> Don't you drag me into this. It happens, though. Men marry terrible women. He's like, well, I get my rocks off. I get my rocks off. <laughs> Well, it seems like they're not married yet, which is good, yeah. but— Not publicly, but— Well, yeah. I mean, if he's financially supporting them, I wonder why they can see his bank statement. But also, you know, you say to him, like, you're okay with supporting this random woman's mother, but not even communicating with the woman who raised you? Right. Like, is there a way, like, look, we just want to have dinner, like, once a month. Like, Without her, we just want right. to see you. We love you. Put that in his ear, and I'm telling you, be like, mom's not doing so well. No. You got to fly to this warehouse— where no one's going to hold you against your will, I promise, fingers crossed. Yeah, that's tough. I'm sorry. Put our sick mom in this warehouse. But, but making your intentions known, try to communicate with the girl. If she's a giant bee, then I also have no problem with just driving over, knocking on the door, and being like, and getting into a full-on white trash yell-off. I've never done it. I can't tell if they know it. where he's even living. If he ran out in the middle of the night and is only answering texts to be something, like, I'm alive. I'm telling you, something happened. I think like, the girl turned her, him against them. He, I mean, that's like a very common thing. Like, oh, she poisoned him. She's brainwashed him. Or something happened, like an argument or something where he felt devalued. Right. Happy people don't do this. Don't run out yeah, in the night. Yeah, ran away in the middle of the night. But Maybe. also, if you're 20 years old, I think that's just called moving out, right? It's great that he moved out, so I commend him on that. Right. Why don't you and the mom be like, we'd love to take Ashley Lynn or whatever her garbage name is out for coffee mm-hmm. and kind of, and if she's not cool, you'd be like, what's your fucking problem? And you slam your hand down on that diner table so that the silverware rattles oh. and everyone will look and you'd be like, you'd be like, you don't fuck with my brother. I will rip your tits off. Great. Yeah, eye contact is key. Eye con- you were staring straight through me when you said that. First podcast, I, I said, mean- unwavering eye contact. You don't blink, and then you pick up something and you break it, and you'd be like, that's going to be your kneecap. I've been watching a lot of Sopranos. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, try showing her a little compassion and kindness. 
and see if that girl, like, you know, she obviously is like, this is like a garbage situation with her mother. So, right. I mean, and I think, yeah, you got to be a little bit disingenuous to worm your way in there. Yeah. Like, you have to be like, oh no, whatever decisions you're making, great. Like, don't bring up the money. Don't, like, first, you got to reestablish contact. If he's cut off contact with everyone, like, you got to get in there before you start telling him he's making bad choices. Yeah. Emily has some military, psycho military training. <laughs> uh, see if you can, you and your mom can take her and her mom out mm. for coffee or to their local trough for, like, all-you-can-eat flour or whatever it is that they do. Mm-hmm. Try to get to them because maybe the mom has no idea. Maybe the sister has no idea that he's—by the way, the do- the girl that he's dating might have no idea that he that just he's stopped talking off. to his family. Yeah, You have no information, so we'll give her the benefit of the doubt when you invite her out for all-you-can-eat lard bits or whatever you guys want to do. Mm-hmm. I just am assuming that this girl is white trash. Did you ever go to Shoney's? Not you, the girl that he's dating. Uh, I've seen Shoney's, but I've never been to one. I feel like they're not around anymore. Mm. I think it's an East Coast thing, right? No, because I saw one in Texas. They have them off like 35. It only goes up that far. No, go to the best Shoney's. Wear your best bib. Okay. Anonymous. That says they don't don't need it to be anonymous, but it was too long to post in the comments. But guess what? When I copy-paste from the DMs, I don't know your name. Guess what? I'm protecting everyone, and sometimes you get overprotected. So you're anonymous. Hello. Uh, Eliza, one of the things I admire most about you is your ambition and ability to be active in achieving your goals. Thank you. I've been aching to move away from my college town and see what I can do, but I'm terrified of leaving my best friend. I know that sounds ridiculous, but she truly is my person and I love her dearly. I'm torn between knowing how happy being with her makes me and wanting a new adventure with some new challenges. Current love versus a possible future. Also, she's been saying that she'd move in the future for like two years. I know her and she's Mm. 100% never leaving her hometown. And I love your work, obviously. Um, you know, my friend Shallon, who did an episode of this podcast and then I lost it. It's uh, somewhere. It's somewhere, but we we'll, we'll do another one. You know, she has been talking about how much she hates New York. You can find her. Is it Shallon XO on Instagram? Yeah, let me. And the other day, she was talking to me. I She came to a show of mine in New York and she was talking about wanting to move. She's like, I'm done with New York. I don't need to be here because I don't. I can make my living online. That sounds salacious, but uh, as a YouTuber. Yeah, Shallon XO. Yeah. And I was like, you know what would be great? I was like, I vote Dallas. It's so you. Like, it just fit with her. And she was like, what about Austin? I was like, do it. Love it. And then, now I'm not saying it was because of me, but like the other day, she was in Austin, touring with her mother, looking around at apartments. Ooh. Like, she made, like, and I was like, that is so bold. You never see people do that. She fucking flew there. And right. I was like, that's bravery. I suggest you, like, road trip it with your best friend, or you show up, you're like, I want to go. Sometimes if you just buy the ticket, I think, Scott, you've talked about that or someone just buying the ticket. Maybe that's not you. That way you have, you can't, it's already in the calendar. Mm-hmm. I I think you have to ask yourself what it is that you want, um, what it is that you want to do for a living, and then kind of make a fun project out of it. Like looking at, you know, where, what's sustainable? Where can you live? Where's the industry that you want? What kind of weather do you want? You know, like right. when you pick college, like where do you want to go to school? And find a place and go visit it and make a fun weekend and you should, and there's nothing, you can just do it. So many people are just moving to different cities, especially younger people, all the time. There's so many social things. Right. I work at night, and when I'm going in to do a show, I always see people like happy hours or playing oversized Jenga or going to like paint parties with wine. And I don't get to do them because I've got to go do stand up. There are so many cities that are like just equipped for young people. Right. Well, and I think it's important to like, you can know use yourself. Bumble best friend. 
Yeah, BFF. BFF. Uh Because you, like I knew I moved to California after I graduated and I knew if I didn't move immediately after I graduated, like if I got an apartment in Atlanta, I would just stay there because I don't like change. So being aware of like your friend might, might not move. Like that might be it. And you know what? She's your friend, not your soulmate and not your other half. She's your friend. Everybody always says bird in hand is better than two in the bush. I disagree. I love a good bush search. <laughs> so, you guess what? Your bird in the hand stays your bird in the hand. You can always move home. If it's horrific, mm-hmm. move back home. Put your three things in your Acura, move back home. Yeah. You, if she's still your friend, she'll still be your friend. You can make new friends unless you're the worst, but it doesn't sound like you're the worst. You owe it to yourself and your growth as a person to answer this call. I also want to say... You know, there's this theory that we keep coming back to this world to re- to learn lessons we didn't learn in the last lifetime. You don't want to come back here and have to learn this lesson that you have the chance to learn now. Like, if you were supposed to move to Denver and you don't do it now, you're going to come back to this shithole in, Should like, 50 years Denver? when the world is on fire. And this is also me. Like, the subtext is, Emily, I want you to move to Denver. Do it. Go for the adventure. You will feel so exhilarated. She can come out. She can help move you in. Go. There's not going to be a better time. Go forth. Yeah, you got the energy. You got the tits. Move on out. Okay. Tits first. Cross that state line. (laughs) She's just like trying to move a town away. It's like not even that scary. The other Nate O'Neill says, I'm going to be 30 soon. What kind of questions should I be prepared to answer from dates that I wouldn't have gotten in my 20s? Is it a boy or a girl? Because there's a difference. Let's see. There's a difference in boys and girls. Let's see. The other, oh, that's a boy, Nate O'Neill, unless it's a girl named, like, Nadia. Well, that's why I'm checking to see. Uh, You are going to have to question. It's a boy. Yeah, Nate, you're going to have to answer questions about marriage. Girls, as they get a little bit older, like, these are things they're focused on. No shame for them. Uh, Children, people are going to want to know if that's something you're open to. Uh, Job sustainability, people are going to want to know that, you know, you're 30, you have a real job. You're not like, I'm figuring it out. Might open a tattoo shop for lizards. Mm -hmm. Um. They want to know. I remember when I met my husband, I had three things. I was like, you can't have roommates. What was the other thing? I don't remember the other. You got, I think, I forgot. But ever, I, what were the other two things? I just remember the Oh, you can't have one. kids. And I, yeah, I forgot the other one now. What? I just remember the roommates one. Yeah, but he did have roommates, turns right. out. But they lived in a giant house. And he was like the one guy in the world that didn't need roommates but chose it because he didn't, he gets lonely. Yeah. So... You can be prepared for people kind of sussing you out. At 30, it's kind of like starting to be go time mm-hmm. in terms of future. So those are the big things. They're going to want to know about your financial viability. Not that you're rich, but that you have a job and that there's potential for growth. Nobody wants yeah. to marry a loser. Some people do. Uh, children and uh, marriage. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just be honest. That's the key. Okay. Right. Don't. If, you, if you don't know if you want kids, and that is truly the answer, and then say you don't know, the, the best in- innocuous answer is I'd be open to it with the right person. And then that but only if that's true. Yeah, and then that girl's like, I will work very hard to become that right person. I will work out every day. I will do everything. I will make you love me. Let her do it. So bring your sandwich. <laughs> Always be honest, and no one can fault you for it. And if the girl gets mad at you, then she is a bee. A giant winged bee. Oh, okay. Winged bee. Do you want to call someone out? Yep. So I'm so prefacing this, right this by saying... We're calling this person out. We will not do this again. We will not do, do this. Do not DM us and tell us. I thought it was so funny this time. This, this is, is a not, severe one. This is not your cue to ask us to pass messages along. Yeah. Only this person is allowed to do this. Not have Russian spies using me as a conduit. <laughs> Miss Ashley Pants. 
So, and she was first and last name, but this is a pretty <laughs> harmless thing. It's not personal. So, my girl, Liz Altman, <laughs> listens to your podcast faithfully during her commute. As she rides to work in sweet, unassuming bliss today, <laughs> can you casually ask her why her text replying skills are worse than the second to last season of The Walking Dead? <laughs> oh, but like in a nice way. Fight it out, ladies. Fight it out about a show I don't even watch. It is 2019, Liz Altman. We cannot be bad texters. Here's my problem. But don't respond while you're driving. No. <laughs> and please don't get in an accent because you're like, that's my name. Am I having a stroke? Ah! Uh, I have a problem sometimes where people who I talk to who are on different time zones, the East Coast, they will text me either really early or re- really late Talking or vice versa. Talking about your also, friend George. Your one friend. George. Well, not only... I have other friends, but George, like, gets up and runs at, like, 6 a.m. or whatever, so it's, like, 3 a.m. my time, and he goes to bed at, like, 10, so it's 7 p.m. my time. So I'll text him at night, and then he'll text me at 3 a.m., and then I'll, like, look at it as I wake up and then close it and then forget to reply, and then at, like, 10 at night, okay, I'll okay, reply. Bye, 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 bye. Anyway, look. Look. I Sometimes people aren't good texters. That doesn't mean they don't love you. <laughs> so, Miss Ashley Pants, it's going to be Okay. Okay. I think it's time to put this horse out of its misery. <laughs> it's time for Top of the Cab. It's the top of the cab. We're doing it right. Every day, we just take a bite. Top of the cab. All right, I'm going to kick it off. I'm going to punch things in, punch things out with my Top of the Cob. Goes out to my friend, Jamie. I'm not going to use her Instagram handle. Boy I don't or want, girl? It's a girl. Okay. Because uh, I don't want people to... She... <laughs> this is such... This is this is awful, and I know in our society we're not allowed to say this. She's so thin right now, and I am obsessed with it. I know we're all supposed to be like, everybody type. And women need to understand that me praising one woman for her body has nothing to do with your self-acceptance or my acceptance of your body. But she's just been, like, doing a lot of hot yoga, and she's just, like, real thin, and she just has a different body type than I do. I have never been the kind of girl that gets upset when other women are attractive. And it's nice to see that at 35, like, you can change your body. And she's so thin, and I love talking about how thin she is. Because, like, the, like, suburban white girl from the 90s in me comes out. I'm like, you're so thin. Oh, my God. So, Jamie, I'm putting it on a podcast. You're so thin. Your jeans were, like, loose on you the other day. And and they were, like, tight jeans. And you're wearing, like, deep-cut things. So you can see your, like, your rib cage. And I, I'm here for it. I mean, Why she's is she's been it? looking great on her? She's been posting like IG stories where I'm way, like, what's happening? Over she here? always looked great. Right. But, she's like a stunning person. Uh, she's fine. Oh boy. <laughs> she kicked it up a notch to a level where and I I just get such joy in praising her for it. And I think it's just refreshing to see another woman excited about how thin another woman got <sighs> versus like, are you okay? She's fine. You don't have to have an eating disorder to be to like lose a bunch of weight. People get so touchy about this. Jamie, you're thin. You're thinner than me. I am living vicariously through you. I told you to get a pair of white jeans. You said you would never. I love it. You were wearing jeans the other day that were like below the hip, like early 2000s style. And I was like, bring that back. Love it. Here for your thinness. Very excited for us and all the fantasies I have for your outfits. Get thin. <sighs> New life or she's living. stay thick and love it. She's a thick dog. She does have a thick dog that I think sounds like Chris Farley. (laughs) 
Okay. My top of the cob is I got a new couch. I finally, after five years of the saddest couch, a piece of metal was sticking out. I was like, you know what? I'm going to make the investment for a better life. Treat myself. It's a manual recliner, so it's not like power. It doesn't need to pull it. You pull the thing, the legs pop out like Joey and Chandler. Yeah. And um, Gracie is still getting used to it, but I am enjoying it. And uh, it's really, it's nice. It's a nice thing. Okay. All right, and what you that's good. That's important. That's a, essential to a it's big part, part of your life. You know, I'm in a studio apartment. I have a bed and a couch and a TV and I got I got a new TV in the last year and now mm-hmm. I have a new couch. I have a new bed, I'm trying to live my life good. Okay, and what's your bottom of the cob? My bottom of the cob is that it's terrible that we all have to go to work. I'm so tired. What is your fucking problem? <laughs> I've given you a life. So Who do you think paid for that you. couch? I'm just thinking about, like, wouldn't it be nice to win the lottery and just stay at home no. with Grace all day? Do you know how day? fat we'd all get? No. Great. I could roll out. They could I, come for me with a crane. I hate you right now. And, and put my bot. They have to get me a double-sized coffin. Who's going to pay for that crane and that extra large po- coffin? The government. Nope. They'll, nope. Gracie will eat my body. It'll be fine. Oh, my God. Are you going to kill yourself? <laughs> I gave you the whole day off yesterday to wallow I worked all in day. Dr. Pepper. What are you talking about? I Don't worked you- all day. <laughs> I'm going to put my hands on you later. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> I just, <laughs> what if I had just so much money and I just stayed at home? Then you'd be me. <laughs> All right. my You're the worst. I don't want to look. I feel betrayed. You can say it. You're going to get so you. gross. I started off with you guys saying you love each other and then now this. No, she evolved. was reading someone else's question where they said they love me and I took it as a sign of affection. No, but, but right before that, she did say she loved you. I, I flirt with Emily. She flirts right yeah. back. And then when I go out with dudes, she invites me to the movies. My bottom, I'm not going to look at you right now. My bottom of the cob is that uh, we bought a house and uh, that's awesome. Ugh. But the homeowner who owned it previously took the washer and dryer on move-in day, which nobody does. You always leave the appliances. And we called the realtor. They're like, oh, yeah, he, he made a mistake. He's bringing it back. I'm like, he made a mistake. He's being a piece of shit. Brought it back. Hooked it up wrong. So I did a load of laundry. Water and soap all over the floor. Fine. Mm-hmm. Then the next day, I was like, I don't feel well. And I was having trouble recalling words. And I just felt a little nauseous all day. Why? Because there was a gas leak coming out of the dryer. Because this hump Ugh. tried to save on, like, keeping a dryer. And I almost died. So that's the second time I've almost been poisoned in my own home by carbon monoxide from negligence. Oh, God. But I'm okay now, and I got a sick washer dryer. Yeah. You're fired. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.